You are brave, and you are welcome. I'm Tess Wilton, host of Shadows Illuminated. I'm here to guide you through the depths of your soul, offering you empowerment and inner peace, and a chance to explore your relationships, both with the people in your life and with yourself. I'm not just your host. I'm your companion on this transformative path through the shadows. As a clinical therapist and relationship life coach, I bring with me a unique blend of wisdom, spiritual guidance, and therapeutic insights. I'm a conduit for the divine, a vessel to share messages and activations meant to serve your highest and greatest good. I explore the Akashic Records and I dance with the energy of the moon. I'm a devoted student of the Divine Feminine and her mystical cycles. I'm a shadow worker. We'll illuminate the dark spaces in your life that may frighten you, that may trigger you, that may even challenge your ego. This, brave one, is how we break free from the chains that bind us. I'm here for you at plutopractice.com and on Instagram at shadowcoachtess. Embrace this truth. In the heart of darkness, transformation awaits. Let's take a deep breath in. You are whole and complete just as you are. Now let's embark on this shared journey to illuminate your shadow. Hey there, and welcome back to Shadows Illuminated. What have you been up to? Because this new year brings up a lot for us. It brings up all of the past and the things that we thought we had buried are coming to the surface. The things that we thought we had shifted are still there. The things that we thought we had healed from are still wounds. What are you doing about them? It doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't just take one day. It takes a lot more presence than that. Where are you in your healing journey? Are you oblivious to it? Are you doing the work? Do you have any support? Are you reaching out to something like a professional therapist? Are you doing it on your own? Do you talk to your friends about it? Do you talk to your family about it? Where are you in terms of supporting yourself? Because I know a lot of us, myself included, We tend to abandon ourselves when those triggers come up. We distract, we belittle, we we do this thing where we just numb out and we say, no, 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 not not today, not now, not doing this. But here's the thing, it's still gonna be there waiting for us, popping up out of the shadows. It's time for us to shine a light on those dark spaces and just sit with them. There's some I think misconceptions around shadow work that it is work and it is because it takes effort but it's a lot less like active work it's a lot less trying to fix something and it's a lot more being present for those feelings we are human beings the human experience is is just that it's an experience there are highs and lows there are extremes on both ends and if we can be present for those highs and lows, just be there, feeling them, being in them. As our skin is crawling, as our stomach is aching, as our heart is cracking open, being with it, 
feeling all of it. We are not robots. It's sometimes easier to feel like we can just turn our emotions off, but they're going to be there waiting for us when we least expect it. So to try to practice being present in the moment means those feelings don't get bottled up and pushed aside for later where they kind of fester and boil and turn into some icky gooey stuff that's going to explode in our face later on. But they're much more manageable in the moment, no matter how extreme they can be in that moment. I promise you they will get more extreme the more you push them aside. Especially for those of us who have been dealing with inner wounds that have come from our childhood. We may not understand where they came from, what happened, the context of it. It's so much more around being able to sit with that discomfort. What I mean is when you're with yourself, keeping yourself company, you're not trying to rationalize your feelings or make up some kind of story around them that you can comprehend. It's feeling that ache in your stomach, feeling your heart crack open and reveal holes and deep-seated fears and wounds and self-limiting thoughts and beliefs and not even accepting them, but kind of just, just looking at them for what they are, being like, yeah, that I see that. That's a real thing. It impacts me in, in these ways. I see it reflected in my life like this. It's, it's what hinders my relationships or my friendships or my work or my ability to focus. This is why I can't get a promotion at work. This is why I seem to push people away. This is why I can't allow myself to be creative. And being like, wow, I'm really sorry about that. Like, wow, I'm really, really sorry that I've been ignoring this or seeing it differently or trying to make it into some kind of puzzle that I have to fix. It's not a puzzle. It won't get solved. It's kind of like you just get more comfortable with it being messy. You get more comfortable being in the thick of it because you grow thicker skin to your own self-criticisms. They seem pretty raw at the beginning, right? And we, we push them away. We say like, oof, that was a, like, that stung. I'm not going to think about that. That was harsh. I'm, I'm going to be nicer to myself. But wow, like, why am I so mean to myself? You know, that's the thought we want to have. Don't push it away and say, oh, compassion, you know, gratitude. Because I mean, those things help, but they have a time and a place. Sometimes it is asking ourselves like, oof, that was a, I cut deep. Like, why was I so mean to myself just then? What was I going to gain from that? What part of me was so critical and what part of me thought that was going to be helpful. Oh, it's 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 that part. It's the part of me that's so used to being criticized that they don't know any other way of giving feedback. Oh, what if I was just like, okay, hey, I hear that you've got some feedback for me. It doesn't need to be so harsh. It doesn't need to have like a little sting to it. What are you trying to tell me? Oh, you're you're trying to tell me I should I should be more present or you're trying to tell me don't push people away. Or the reason why I push people away is I always think they're going to leave me. So I leave them first. Ooh, that's maybe why I've been so icy to this person or whatever it is. Being curious. That's, that's, the, that's the reality of it. Be curious about your own feelings and your own triggers. 
wonder about them. They are not math problems that are going to have a solution to them. They're not rational. They're internalized experiences that they made sense through our own private logic, which is based on the accumulation of our life experiences from the time we were born, watching our caregivers, our parents, our family, our peers, our teachers, watching them respond to life and internalizing and saying, oh, that's how it's done. Okay. And we mix it all together and we add it all up and it just makes sense to us. That's like, oh, that, yeah, because we think that everyone else is thinking the exact same thing we're thinking. And we go, that's life. This person dealt with anger that way. That's how you deal with anger. Not always. That person we're observing might not be the best at managing their emotions. Our parent might not have been the best at managing their emotions at one time or another. We, we took that on, though. We said, oh, that's how it's done. That's how I should learn. We kind of monkey see, monkey do. What is it to take a step back and say, I might need to reevaluate that way of internalizing anger or managing anger? I don't know if that role model had their, their shit together. We can always come back and say, I'm working on it and I'm being present for it. And it's less dicey than it was. It's less choppy, less prickly. I think I'm dealing with it differently, better even. But that observance of ourselves is what's important. Can I be present for that curiosity and catching myself and being like, ooh, that just that just triggered me. I know that because I did that thing that I always do. I started to put up walls or I withdrew into my own little personal cave. I noticed that I'm isolating myself or I'm binge eating or I'm starving myself or I'm binging on something else, drugs or alcohol or gaming or TV or shopping or, you know, whatever it is or partying or I'm, I'm seeing more of my friends when I should probably be more like in my own space or I'm isolating myself and I should probably be out in the world and experiencing things. I know that's how I respond when I'm in pain. So I've just done that for a day, a week, a month. Hmm. What can I do differently? What can I say to my inner self that's healing, that's trying to manage all of this healing and say, how can I help you? What do you actually need for support? Do you need to talk it out? Do you need to cry? Do you need a hug? Do you need uh, time alone? Do you need time with people? Do you need to call that person and say, I apologize for what I've said? It, it made sense at the time. That's not an excuse, but I'm seeing it was kind of just a gut reaction or a, a quick reaction or a defense mechanism. And I'm, I'm sorry about that. I've been thinking it's maybe my, my pattern or my habit, but I want to be different. And the first thing I can do is just notice it. So I'm not making excuses, but I'm noticing and I'm apologizing for what I did and how I responded. It wasn't great. I'm working on it. You know, Thanks for understanding. Thanks for being patient with me. That's an apology. It's not a excuse. It's actually acknowledging the work is hard. <laughs> I've been blind to it at times, but I'm working in it. I'm, I'm present in it. I'm strong enough. That's my card for today. I, I pull a tarot card every day. And it's just that question of what 
What am I being invited to focus on? What am I being invited to pay attention to today? And the strength card came up, number eight, which also happens to be this year, two to four, adds up to eight, 2024, adds up to the number eight. And that's the universal card, the universal number for this year. And it corresponds to the strength card. Strength, not aggression, not agitation, not power or force, like internal strength, like like the integrity of a building. It's ability to stay upright and maintain all of its structures without um, letting anything go. How do I want to say that? Maintaining its integrity without compensating or overcompensating for a lack of integrity in some area. It just says, I'm strong in all my areas. I hold myself up with pride. That's integrity. So strength is about showing up in your integrity and showing up undefended. It kind of means vulnerability in a way. Strength means vulnerability. Showing up with the strength to be vulnerable without any armor because you think you're going to get attacked, without any defenses up, and without any weapons so that you can be on the offense and attack before someone else you know, gets the upper hand. It's, it's undefended and unarmed. Show up naked, vulnerable, completely open, exposed. Yeah, showing up exposed because that's how we actually learn about who we are. That's how we let other people know who we are. And it lets them know, I'm strong enough to let you see all of me. That's what relationships are about, romantic and platonic. This is me. This is who I am. It, it's not going to change overnight. I might grow. I might shift. I might evolve. But I'm here now as I am. Perfectly imperfect. Accept me. Accept this. It's not going to change instantly. This is where I'm coming from. Can you like it? Can you love it? Can you hold space for it without trying to shift it or change it? or fix it. There's no fixing a person. There's helping them heal. There's giving them tools to heal themselves. But we're not problems to be fixed. We're experiences to be endured. So think about that. What kind of experience are you enduring? And do you have the strength to endure it without adding any extra pressure on yourself? without putting a timeline on it and saying, I have to endure this for so long and then I get some kind of reward or I can only endure this for so long and then I'm going to give up. Being able to say, I'm enduring this today because that's all that really matters today. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't know what kind of state of mind or what kind of state your body is going to be in tomorrow. Today is where we're at and we say, if I can endure this today, and give myself a break here and there, you know, take care of your needs, eat, sleep, all that stuff. I'm enduring. That's where I'm at today. I'm, I'm hanging on sometimes by the, you know, seat of your pants or by the edge of your fingernails. You're hanging on. And that's, that's all that you are required to do. Hang on. Don't let go. And tomorrow you might notice you're weak or you're really strong. You might be weak thinking I'm so tired. I did all that yesterday. That's cool. But that can also be strength. I, I hung on. I'm so weak because I did so much work yesterday. I'm proud of myself for that work. I didn't give up. I didn't let off. Wow, that's, that's strength. 
strength is being present for the uncomfortable stuff. And it happens slowly and gradually. We have a whole year to practice strength, but let's make a start of it. Start it today. What have you endured for the past couple of weeks, months? And can you turn it around into something that you've managed to accomplish without letting everything go? And maybe you have let everything go, but start again. Start here and now. Be present with whatever you're feeling. Accept that this is your response to that thing, whether it's the quote-unquote right response or the wrong one. You're still feeling it. And when you can actually accept what you're feeling, you can start to do something different about it if you don't like how you responded. You can take your time to rethink it, analyze it, be curious about it. But it starts with that acceptance of this is what happened. Accept it as it is right now. The shadow work is the being in the shadow without being afraid of it. I'm really good at that. I'm really good at just going to that deep, dark place because I don't like small talk. I don't like surface conversations. When I meet someone, it's all, oh, yeah, what do you do for work and your family, where are you from? I want to be like, what trauma are you working on right now? <laughs> like, is it family stuff? Is it work stuff? My trauma is trying to figure out how I can feel worthy enough every day to be of service to the people that need my support. But sometimes I'm thinking, who am I to actually support them? I'm just me. I'm sheltered in some ways. I've got a lot of experience in other ways, but who am I to actually help them? Why me? I can help them in only the way that I can help them. Other people can help them in other ways, but I can help them in my way. Who am I to do that? Well, I'm someone who has all of this accumulated experience to offer, to share, to give in in service. I want to be of service. And my worthiness comes from the fact that I have all this to offer and I don't place a value on it like a number or some kind of amount. My value is in my experience, in my existence. And there are days I don't feel worthy. There are days I don't think I have enough to say or I have the right thing to say or is anyone really going to pay attention to this? But I still show up and do it because it's for me, actually. It's to show myself that I am worthy, that I find what I have to say valuable. I, I talk myself through a lot of it. <laughs> I talk myself out of things and I talk myself into things, out of my own fears and into my own brilliance, you know, my own excellence, my own majesty, my own sovereignty. And if you're listening, I'm sure you've done that too. I'm sure you've hyped yourself up. You've given yourself that good old pep talk. You've told yourself in the mirror how amazing you are. You've talked yourself into some kind of job interview or presentation. You're like, yeah, I'm a badass. Yeah, I got this. Let's do. Let's go. Let it rip. Okay. Let's do that. Let's do that more often. Let's take that and, and make that a daily practice. Hype yourself up for life. Hey, I'm going to do some work today. I'm going to be real with myself. Yeah, I got this. Watch me do it. Watch this. Because that's what we need. Our inner self needs us to be hyped about that work. Hey, we're going to heal today. We're going to do a little bit of that healing work. It's going to matter. It's going to make a difference. It's going to make me feel better. I can handle it. I got this. I'm all about that. Hyping myself up. Because there are days I don't feel like I should. Because I should just wallow in my own self-pity. 
I should just roll over and die because I'm useless. Yeah, I have those thoughts. I have those days. And then I see my kid smiling at me. <laughs> my husband gives me a big hug and says how beautiful I am. That gives me that little bit of like, you matter to someone. If you don't live with someone, that's okay. Call someone you know. Call someone you know and be like, hey, I, I need a little, I need a little bit of this. You know, I just wanted to say hi, I miss you. Chances are they'll probably be like, yeah, hey, I miss you too. But you got to put it out there. You got to kind of give yourself opportunity to be loved. Don't downplay it. Don't pretend you're all strength without it. We all need that. We all need love. And strength is actually asking for help. Strength is asking for help. And then whoo, one step further, it's receiving it. It's saying, I need some support here and I'm ready for it. So when someone actually says, yeah, I'm here to support you. And we go, oh, thank God, here's what I need. Without, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's too much. No, oh, no, no. I know I, I asked for help, but it, you can't do it. It's too much. I shouldn't be asking for help. No, here's what I need. Thank you. And then it's up to them to decide if they can help you in that way or another. I'm so sorry. I can't help you. I can't pick up your kids today, but I can babysit for you later on. So whatever you need to do, run around. I can, you know, babysit for you, but I, I can't go pick up your kids, whatever. There's so many things that we say no to, but there's so many things that we don't even ask for. Showing up is strength, being present for the feelings. That's why we're here today, to be present for it. So that trauma, that pain that you're going through, be here for it. I love you. Thank you for showing up today, brave one. Keep showing up. Keep doing it. Take care. Love you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Shadows Illuminated. Remember, Shadows Illuminated podcast and any content posted by Tess Wilton is presented solely for general informational, educational, and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a licensed physician, psychologist, or other qualified professional diagnosis or treatment. No one should delay in obtaining or disregard any medical advice for any medical or mental health condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions.